I don't know where Rabbi Kaufman until when he did, but my recording of Friday, I didn't do the last five and a half lines of 50B, because this topic is going to go into 51. It's going to be very fast. So I am in Nun Amut Beis, in two dots, when the Gemara is going to bring three different scenarios when a person didn't say Abraha. That's what we're going to carry on. I'm a a person forgot and he put food in his mouth below bracha without saying bracha. So mesalkan So inside of the mouth he pushes them to one of the sides in the inside of the cheek. And then he says like this. And then he swallows. So the Gemara is going to bring three brisas and each one says different things. One brisa says bolean. One says, no, you swallow it. The tiny dog, the second one says, Poltan, you spit it out. The tiny dog, and the third one says, Mesokan, like we just saw previously in the name of Rabbi Yude. So how could it be? Says, Gimura Lokasha. Ah, the Tanya, the one that said, Bolan, you swallow it. The Mashkin, we're talking flu with fluids, with liquids. There's, there's no other choice. So, okay, what are you going to do? Just swallow it. Now the Tanya Poltan, the one that says spit it out, the mamis. Something that you spit it out, it won't become disgusting. Let's say a hard candy. Just take it out, hold it in your hand, you set the brach and you put it back in your mouth. The other Tanya Mesalkan, the one that says inside of your mouth, put it in the cheek, the mamis. Something that after chewing it, it's already disgusting, like meat, a piece of meat. After you chew it, you won't take it out. It's going to be ugh. So then push it inside of your mouth to the side, set the shackle, and then keep on eating it. The middle of mommies, ah, says the Gemara, now we're moving to our page, Nun Hey, 51A. Says the Gemara, the middle of But even in a hard candy, something that will, this doesn't mean go disgusting. What is the problem? Inside of your mouth, push it to the side and set the bracha. There's a passage that says, Let my mouth fill, be full of your praise. From here we learn that when you're praising Hashem, you should, mouth, you should be full. So we learn from here, don't say a brach with, mouth in, with food in your mouth. So when, it is, when it's possible, you take it out and then you say the bracha and you put it back again. They ask Rav Chiza, if a person ate and drank or drank, what should he, should he do? Now, the case is when he's still planning on eating. So he's starting eating without a bracha. So because he started without a bracha, that's it, he lost the opportunity. Or not, as long as he's going to keep on eating, he should, he should now say the bracha and keep on eating. Omaleo, so he answered back, If you ate garlic and you have a bad smell, so you should eat another garlic and again keep on having a bad smell. So what he meant to say is, he did a mistake to begin with. Should he, should he keep on eating without a bracha to keep on making a mistake? Obviously not, so for sure now he should say the bracha and from now on eat with a bracha. Omar Rabina, so Rabina understood from this teaching, Ilkach therefore, Afilugama Sudha, sorry, 
even if you finish your whatever you were eating without a bracha, you can say the bracha and retroactively that should include whatever you already ate, even though you won't be eating anymore. And he's finding uh, uh, where to base himself in the following brisa. Tabal, a person that went to the mikvah, in the case of anybody had tuma, and wasn't able to say because of his tuma situation the bracha before going to the mikvah, or even your Shmuel, in your case, when you did tefillah, you first did the tefillah, and after that you said the bracha. You say a bracha? But you say the bracha of the tvila <coughs> after you did the tvila. So we see sometimes you can say the bracha after the act. So says Rabina, the same thing. Even, you, even though you already ate, you can say the bracha after you had eaten. Says the Gemara below, you cannot compare both cases. Over there, he said the bracha after because he couldn't say it before. You couldn't say a bracha before when you were a Jew. You first had to be a Jew and then you said the bracha. But over here, Gavra Hazi, in the beginning the person was already able to say the bracha. But once he has been excluded, he's been completely excluded and he wouldn't help to say the bracha. And now I would, I would add, not, not, not only wouldn't help, it would be a brach lebatala. So, Allah lemai said, we don't do it. Unless you can keep on eating, doesn't say a bracha and keep on eating. Tanu Abanan, <coughs> it was taught in a braisa, is pargus. So, gentlemen, this is going to be the topic. This is the, the, the superstar of this page. So, take it as a siman for page one. There's no nun over there. It would be a samach. You have to subtract uh, ten. So what is this espargus? You can see in the translations over there. It's a drink, look in the footnotes, made out of concentrated either wine. The Gemara is going to bring different teachings, and depending whether it was with, with um, uh, undiluted wine or made with uh, strong beer mixed with cabbage, and people would drink it, drinking as the first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. And this thing was very, very good. Look, the Gemara is going to bring many things. What is famous asparagus uh, would be good for. Says the first Braisa, Yafel Alef is beneficial to your heart. Betov Lahinaim is good for your eyes. Bekol Sheken Ebnei sounds like a poem. And all the more is going to be good for your intestines. And if you do it constantly, it's good even for your entire body. But be careful. Because this is undiluted wine. If you get drunk with it, it's going to be very bad for the entire body. So have it with uh, the proper measurement the Gemara is about to tell us. Now the Gemara makes over here some, uh, it's going to learn something with Akasha. Later on, the Gemara is going to bring a similar contradiction between two prices, and the Gemara is going to conclude that which type of asparagus is good for the heart? We're dealing with the asparagus made out of wine, because uh, that is the one that is good for your heart. So says the Gemara, but how could this writer say that all the more is going to be good for your intestines? 
Vatanya, the other place of the Sun the Gemara is going to quote, says Lelaat. So this is two acronyms. Laat, look in the footnotes, Lamit stands for Lev, Ain stands for Eyes, Tet stands for Tchol. Tchol is a splint. So the Braisa says, for these three things, heart, eyes, and splint, Yafe. The one of wine is good for this. Le Ramat. Ramat, Resh is Rosh for your head, Mem is for. Mayim, thank you so much, intestines, and Tav is for Tachtonius, hemorrhoids. Kashe is bad. So how can this Brisa say, the, the one which you started now, that is good for the heart, and Kol Shekelem, Mayim, and all the more is good for your intestines. So the Gemara Kitania says, yeah, that Brisa that says that is good, all the more so for your Intestines are going to be good. Then meyushan. We're talking with undiluted wine that is meyushan. Rashi says, It's already aged for three years. Kedasnan, and the Gemara brings a difference. And actually, the Gemara is going to learn from these two opinions looking at the footnotes whether it's a Mishnah or a Braisa that uh, old wine is good. A person said the following, Koinam. Koinam, Dr. Shem, should continue learning together all the way to Nedarim. Koinam is a famous expression in Nedarim when somebody wants to say something is private to me in a vow. So somebody said, Koinam should be prohibited for me on a vow, Yain Shani Toyem, that I cannot drink anymore, I even taste. Toyem is, is, is forbidden in a vow for me to taste wine. Why? Shayain Because wine is bad for my intestines and I'm addicted, I cannot stop drinking, so it should be with an Isur Diorizer. And people that heard him making such a vow, Ambrullo, they told him, but hello, Meyushan Yafe, what are you talking? The, the aged wine is good. Why should also forbid for you aged wine? Yafe is good for the intestines. The Shosak, and he kept quiet, implying that he agreed that therefore that shouldn't be forbidden for him. So says, so look in the footnotes, there are some that erase the following words. According to the Vina Gaon, if part of the vow is not valid, the entire, va the entire vow is nullified. According to some others, yes. The part is good, part is not good. I'm going to read those words according to the second way of understanding. Asur bechadash, mutar bemeyushan. So according to some opinions, he still remains uh, forbidden for uh, fresh wine, but the meyushan, the one that is good for the intestines, he would be permitted. So shmamina, we hear from this Mishnah Braisa that <coughs> H wine is good. So therefore, if you want to have an asparagus that is going to be good even for your intestines, make it with aged wine. Tanovanan, our sages taught, Shishadvarim nembrube asparagus. There were six things taught regarding the asparagus. So I didn't mention it, but in the footnote number seven, when they explain why the Gemara introduced the aloha of the asparagus, so one of the explanations is this one, because in the previous page, 
the Gemara said four things regarding bread. So it's a similar idea. Now six, thi six things were said regarding the asparagus. The, another understanding why the Gemara speaking about the famous asparagus is because it was made out of undiluted wine, and that was also the topic of the previous page. Okay, what are the six things of these famous asparagus? First of all, you don't drink it only when it's completely uh, undiluted, and also you have to drink a full cup of it. Seems to be there was like a special measurement. If you want it to have an effect, it has to be a full cup of asparagus. You receive it if somebody made it for you and he's giving it to you. You hold it, you take it from him with the right hand, but then you pass it to the small hand and then you drink it. We're going to see this is very Kabbalistic and this is, uh, you're going to see some very spiritually. And after you drink it, don't speak. And usually it's brought that when you drink any liquid and you're thirsty, you shouldn't drink it in one gulp. Rather, you should at least in two, make a stopover. But with the asparagus, something Kabbalistic about it or something th therapeutic, in one go. Don't stop, don't interrupt in the middle of drinking it. This is very Kabbalistic. After you finish the drink and you give him back the cup for somebody to just to take it away, don't give it to anybody else but the person that handed it at the first place to you. Then, Verak Aharab. And then, after you drink it, you have to spit some saliva. The, the saliva that was formed from the asparagus, spit it out. And then, because you drank, when you drank this was, was an empty stomach, after that you have to eat something. So you cannot eat anything else, just whatever was the same thing the asparagus made out. So if this was asparagus made out of grapes, or wine, so then you, you should eat only grapes. Okay, so this is the price of the six things of the asparagus. The Gemara challenges this teaching, but Tanya, in Samchim Oisoela Bepaz, says, no, when you eat, you should eat bread. So this contradicts what we just said. So the Gemara Lokasha, Aved Hamra, Aved Shikra. No. So you're right. If you are drinking the asparagus made out of wine, then the Brisa says, not as I, as I said that we thought, not with grapes, rather with bread. The asparagus made out of wine, you eat bread uh, uh, after that. But the asparagus made out of um, beer, says Rashi, it was beer out of dates, so you eat dates. It was beer made out of figs, you eat figs. Okay. Now, the Gemara is going to bring those two brises that we mentioned initially. Tani, Tani Hada. One brisa said, Le'la'at. Anybody remember what is La'at? Lev, Einaim, Tchol. Heart, eyes, and splint. Splint. Splint? Splint. Splint. Yafe. For that is good. Le'ramat. Ramat is Rosh, head, Me'aim, intestines, Tachtonius. Uh, hemorrhoids, cash is bad. 
the other way around is the Brisa exactly the opposite. Ramadia Felilat Kashe. Zigamara Lokasha. Avede Hamra. Avede Shechro. Oh, so that's what we just said. So the wine, for, uh, the one of wine, is good for the eyes and also to make it good uh, is for the heart, for the eyes, and to make it, make it good uh, also for the intestines to be all wine and is good for the spleen. Rabbi the Shikha, and the one that is good for the head, for the intestines, and for the not to have the hemorrhoids, is the one of the Shikha over beer. Tanihada, oh, now another seemingly contradiction. One Bryce says, Raka Harab, loike. If you spit out after you drank it, it's bad for you. The other Bryce says, Raka Harab, loike. If you don't spit, it's going to be bad, bad, bad for you. So opposite teachings. Lokasha, Abde Hamra, Abde Shechra. So again, depending what, what are we talking about. If you're talking with the Hamra, you shouldn't spit out. When you had the asparagus of wine, then the saliva that was formed, you should swallow it. But when it comes to the beer one, you have to spit out the saliva that was formed out of that drink. Amarabashi, Rabashi says, Ashta de Amres, Loraka Karab, Loike, now that you said that in the beer one, if you don't spit out, it's going to be bad for, it's going to be bad for you. Then you have to spit out its waters, even in front of a king. Meaning to say, when you are in front of a king, you have to behave. But since it's, this is dangerous, you should go ahead and spit out. Look on the footnotes. Now, you can also take the name Elisha as a siman, starts with an aleph. Rav Ishmael ben Elisha, look in the footnotes they, brings, they bring out in the Musaf of of a Yom Kippur is brought that he went uh, up to Shamaim to ask if the Gzeira of the ten Sadikim that should be killed, including Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Gamliel, and many other Sadikim, including him, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, was Mina Shamaim or not. And in that period, that poem, it says that yes. So in one time, he pronounced Hashem, I, I think it was before that, he pronounced Hashem of Hashem, and he went up to Shamaim, his Neshama. So when he was in Shamaim, he met Suriel Sarapnim. Suriel Sarapnim is one of the angels that he's a minister of interior of Shamaim. He's the one that brings everything to Hashem. So when he met him, says Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, Shlosh Advarim Sahli. Suriel Sarapnim, he told him three things. First of all, Altitol Chalukha Veshachris Miad Ashamash Betilvash. Don't get your shirt or your garment from a helper in the morning and then put it on. Meaning to say, you yourself should take your own shirt or your garment and you should, you should dress it on your own. Don't ask somebody to give it to you. And also, if somebody is going to wash your hands like Nagel Vassar early in the morning when you wake up, let not be someone that hadn't done it. If somebody hasn't done Netilos Yadaim, he shouldn't wash your hands. Either you, you're on your own, you wash them, or somebody that already did it. 
ואל תחזיר כויס אספרגוס, אלא למי שנתנו לך. And the one that we saw in the previous brisa, when somebody hands the asparagus to you to drink, then don't give it back to anybody else besides that same person. Now, why says all this Suriel? So there's two names over here of a group of Malachi Havala, of angels of destruction, angels of affliction. So one opinion says you call them Tarsifis, Vambrila is Talganis. So one of these, Shel Malachia Havala, angels of destruction, Metzapim Lodam, they are looking with excitement to a person, Vyombrim, and they say, ha ha, Yavu Adam Liadi, when a person is gonna come to my hands, Echad Midvarim Alalu, Oh, this is also one of the siman in the word Echad, one of these things, Ve'ilaked, and he's gonna, how you say, be snared, and snared, can I use you for a second? Catch him. Catch him doing this, and he's gonna be hurt. Okay. He obviously is very Kabbalistic. No, both both are is is a gang. It's a gang of angels of destruction. So there's two opinions how they called. Okay. Rabbi Yeshaven Levi, Amar Rabbi Shaven Levi, Shloshadvarim Sachlim Malachamavis. The Gemara in Suvis in chapter 7 at the very end, I think I mentioned this story, I don't know if I remember to you or not, that before uh, the Malach Amaves took Gavishyavin Levi, he actually came to tell him he was about to go to the next world. And actually, it's a very interesting Gemara how Gavishyavin Levi convinced the Malach Amaves to take him alive to see his place, and he was able to get in there, and he never went back. So he was in such a high level, he would schmooze with the Malach Amaves, the angel of death. So it says over here, Three things the angel of death told me. First of all, The very same thing, the first thing we saw previously. Never take your shirt, your garment, from somebody else in the morning and wear it. Rather, you should, should, should go and get it. And also, the second thing we saw previously, don't do netilas yadaim. Don't let somebody that didn't do it to do it for you. The al tamod lifnei anashim. Listen to this one, guys. This is important. If we ever go to the cemetery, listen to this one. Al tamod lifnei anashim. Don't stand in front of ladies. Besha shechoizos minames at the time they're coming back from a funeral from from burying somebody. Why? Mivnei shanim meraked. I'm so to say dancing in front of them. And I have my sword. Uh, I'm holding my sword in my hand. And have permission to, to, to harm people. Taisos explained 
The reason is because through ladies, they are the ones that brought death into the world. It was Chava, the one that introduced death into the world. So we have to take this seriously. Says the Gemara, Ipaga Maitakante. Let's say they're walking towards you. What, what, what should you do? You were walking in the cemetery and you saw a bunch of ladies in the road walking towards you. What, what should you do? So Gemara gives a few alternatives. Linshuf, Meduchte, Arbamos. Jump for Amos. Jump two meters out of your place. Now, there's a river over there. Cross to the other side of the river. Veika, Darka, Hrina, Lizilba. If there's another road, take the other road. Veika, Guda. And if there's um, a wall over there, a fence, Leiko, Achora. Stand behind that fence. Veilo, and let's say you are caught. There's no, none of these options. There's nothing to do. So, Liadre Ape, turn around. Beleima and say the following pasuk. Vayom Hashem Satan. This is this we say it in Kirat Shema Lamita in the bedtime Shema. And Hashem told to the Satan, Igar Hashem Becha a Satan. Denounce you, the Satan. Ad the Chalfimine until they completely pass the ladies. Then he can turn around and keep on walking. Okay. I don't understand this. It's Kabbalah. What can you say? But the, what's the cool when you have the, the console in the morning, you'll stand right in front of the woman? No, that, no, that, no. That is only it's right like when you're walking back. This is right after the. Oh, no, you know, right. If, if, if the Shura, if they're staying in the Shura right after the Levaya, yeah, probably you shouldn't. You know, in, in many places, they don't, ladies don't go to the cemetery. In Mexico, the, the Halevim, the people from Syria, Ladies don't go to the cemetery. <laughs> Maybe based on this Gemara. I mean, they don't go to the, to the Levaya. That's what I mean to say. They don't go to a Levaya. But maybe you're right, Adam. I the Shura. We have to be careful with this. Uh, the truth is, I forgot this Gemara. I learned it some time ago. So. How do we know this is just like a Gadato or like Halacha? Like, how do you differentiate if it's something you have to do or just something like a. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, first of all, it's a Gemara, Rabbi Shoven Levi. It's not a Bobe Maise. And it's even brought to Allah over here. Look in the letter Dalet of the, of the Allah. It's Shukhanaru here or there. It's brought to Allah in the Shukhanaru. Okay. Now we, we finish the Isparagus. Now we're going to end up this chapter with the alachos of the Kos Shel Bracha. Amar Avizera, Amar Avevao, Leamilave Masnizatana, Deados Jose was a Braisa. Asaradvari Nembru, the Kos Shel Bracha. Ten things were said regarding a cup of wine of blessing. Now, what is a cup of wine of blessing? Includes Kiddush, Abdallah, Chupa, Brismila. Whenever you're using for a special occasion a kofshil wine, all these alachas should be kept in mind. So, first of all, taun adacha beshtifa. So, you need to wash it 
and to rinse it. So the Gemara is going to explain each one by them, uh, one at a time. Chai, there's the three opinions what it means by chai. See, uh, up until now, whenever we spoke about chai, life, it meant undiluted. So Rashi brings two opinions. One, that at the beginning of the bracha put it undiluted, and then later on you should dilute it on the cup. We're going to see when and how. But nowadays it doesn't apply because nowadays all wines are really diluted. We're talking those days when it was undiluted. That's one explanation. Uh, second explanation. Let me see over here. That shouldn't be cracked or yeah, they're sucking on the cup. The cup should be complete. And there's a second one. There was a third one. What is the second one? What she says? Inami, fresh. Uh, fresh. Yeah, that was one. You should bring a fresh uh, cup of wine, not not some that was already used. Let's say somebody had wine during the meal, and some left over. Mm. Don't don't bring that. Bring a fresh cup of wine for the brach. Those those three explanations was mean high. Okay, then the fourth one, male. The cup should be full. I see sometimes people don't fill up the cup, and his mistake should be a full cup of wine. Then itur be ituf. So crowning is itur. Ituf means covering. The Gemara is going to explain each one of them. Then not obleshte yadav, Then you receive it with two hands. The Gemara is going to bring why. And then you pass it to your right hand. tefach. And you raise it one tefach. Now, in the Gemara says from the floor. And Rashi says, that if you were eating in the floor. In those days, people used to eat in the floor. But if you are on the table, you lift it one tefah, which is 10 centimeters from the table. And then the next one, you have to look at the wine. Uh, the Gemara is going to explain why. And these are the 10. The Yesh Omrim and somebody added uh, 11th. And there are those who say that you send it at the end as a present to your household, but it really means to say to your wife. Nowadays, some explain because there's no besamikdash. Some say, uh, at least uh, be careful with four, which will which are washing and rinsing, chai to be the three explanations we gave on life, umale. And then it should be full. Okay, so um, now the Gimor is going to explain the 10 uh, requirements of the cup of blessing. Okay. Tana, there's a brisa. Adaha. So washing mivivnim. That means that it has to be washed from the inside. Veshtifa mivachutz. And rinsing is from the outside. And what it means to say is that when you make use to make the cup of blessing, it has to be completely clean. So uh, let's say what happens many times during the, the, the bracha in the morning that Rabbi um, Willis makes the, the, the kiddush. And then somebody comes, the wife comes, says whatever, and they want to make it again. 
They cannot just add grape juice to the wine. They have to do shtifa nadaha. Has to be rinsed and washed again. That's you throw away the one that's in there. Yes. Ama Rabbi Yochanan. Then Rabbi Yochanan says, Kolam Ebadech Al Kos Male. For some reason. Ah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, Ama Rabbi Yochanan, Hashem is going to give you an inheritance without any boundaries. Shenemar, it is a passage that says, Umalei birkas Hashem, yom bedarom yerosha. Hashem, uh, when filled for Hashem's blessing, west and south should you inherit. So, Kiddashans from here, south and west, is, west and south is a reference to unlimited blessing. So if, it's, if you fill your cup when you make a bracha to Hashem, Hashem is going to give you boundless blessings. Not only that, he's also going to be able to marry, to inherit two worlds, this world and the world to come. It's a beautiful, beautiful toys for us, and they bring in the footnote number 37. How do we learn that? Because the word Yarasha can, can be written in Hebrew Rash. Also the word Rash is inheritance. So the addition of the letters Yud and Hey is linked to a Rasha that the Gemara makes that Olam was created with the letter Yud and Olam was created with the letter Hey. So based on this word Yarasha, the Yud and the Hey, they learn he's going to inherit in both worlds, this world and the world to come. Now, let's move on to the next one. Itur. So, Itur means crowning. Rabiuda would crown the, the cup of blessing with students. Meaning to say, when he would bench Birkos Amazon, he would surround himself with students as to, so to in, symbolically to crown the cup. Rav Chiza Meatela Be Natli. Rav Chiza with surrounded with Natli. What is Natli? Cups folded. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. He would put around it cups of uh, undiluted wine next to it. Amar Rav Hanan Uvechai. Now, if you look in the footnote number 42, there's, uh, well, four things. Amar Rav Hanan Rechai. Rav Hanan said, with the life one, and the Rav Shisha says, we Birkos Aretz. And in the land, and the bracha, the second bracha of Birkos Amazon. So look in the full number 42. There's different Gersaus, there's different text. Whether this does belongs to the Gemara, doesn't belongs to the Gemara, why the Gemara skips the, no, the Chai, and then brings it over here. So the, the way Rash explains it is that what he would do, he would first put it in the cup for the first bracha, undiluted. And then at the beginning of the second bracha, the bracha of the land of Israel, he would dilute it. 
and to as an expression of the shevach of the bounty of the land of Israel that gives gives so much good wine and the, I'm ready to say that the wine is so good and so strong that needs to be diluted so that's how he explains this Gemara no 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 this is crowning yeah yeah but this is how uh, yeah but this is how they're explaining uh, Counting it, showing how it's special. Okay. And uh, but look in the other versions of the of, of if some take out this Gemara. Okay, I'm just spending a simple shot. Okay, let's continue. Now let's move on to the next one, which is Ituf, covering. Rapapa Miatev Yasir. Rapapa he grab himself. Some people do that. When they make Kiddush in Shul, they put on the talis on top of their head, like we do it for davening, and then they make Kiddush like that. Ravasi parisudra arashe. Ravasi would put his scarf on his head, and that's why I try to do koshel uh, bracha with my hat, as as uh, ituf. Okay. Not lobeshte yadav. When you receive it, this is the next halacha. You have to receive with both hands. What is the source for this? Raise your hands in holiness and bless Hashem. So it's in the past who says, hands. You receive the cup of blessing with two hands. So it's brought in Shulchan Aruch. So we don't see it many times. I even forgot to do it. But if you see the way that follow Alaha properly, and they make like a, an Indian, they make a, a, a deal out of doing properly, somebody lifts the cause of your blessing, gives it to the one leading the blessing, let's say in Hosheba Brahmos, even in Kiddush, whatever. The person receive it, receives it with two hands, and then benches with the right hand. But also by Yemin, we're going to see in the next halacha why, why you bring it to the right hand. Rishonim Shalu. Aha. Now, okay, so that the Gemara doesn't explain it, but that's it. Now, not like Yemin. The Abraise said one of the ten requirements, and then you give it to the, the right hand, and you bless holding with the right hand. Rishonim Shalu, the, the early. Chachamim asked, "Small mean? Can the left hand also help the right hand holding the cup?" Ravashi, but they didn't have an answer. So therefore, says Ravashi, the author of the Gemara, since the earlier ones had this question and they weren't able to come with an answer, so therefore, Anan neavid lechumra. We should be machmir, we should be stringent. We should be stringent and don't use the left hand to support the right hand. Try to go through the, all, the whole benching holding the cup only with the right hand. Okay, next, you lift it one tefach. What is the password for this? I will raise the cup of salvation, and in the name of Hashem, I should call. Can I borrow your pencil for a second? 
There's another good words to remember the siman, Asa and Ekra. Okay. The next halacha, Venosem Einav Boy. And one of the ten things was you have to look at the wine. Why? So for you not to become distracted from both, from the wine and from the benching. Now, if you need to look at the bencher, so then don't, don't remove your eyes from the bencher. And the eleventh thing that was added to the b'raisa, and after you drink from it, send it to your wife. So gentlemen, listen, this is very important, okay? The matana, the present. Like this, the, your wife will also be blessed. So it's an Indian, it's an aspect to drink from the cup of blessing. So first, the first one should drink from the cup of blessing should be your wife. Listen to this story. And if you're at someone's house and they give you the, the honor of doing the benching. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is exactly this story. Look at this story. This is exactly what happened over here. Ule. We're talking big Amoraim. Ula was a big Amora. Ikla lebei Rav Nachman, another big Amora. So Ula went to eat at the house of Rav Nachman. Listen to the story. Karech Refta, they ate bread. Barich Birkos Mezoina. So we learned, remember, that the host, that the guest, the guest should bench to say Birkos Moreach. Yaifle Kosa de Birchasa, the Ram Nachman. So after he benched, and he obviously drank a little bit, he handed the, the, the cup of wine to Rav Nachman. It was a balabais for him to drink from kosher bracha. Omele Rav Nachman, this Josh. Rav Nachman told Ula, the Shader Mar, Kosa de Birchasa, le Yalsa, to send this cup of blessing to Yalsa. Yalsa was the name of the wife of Rav Nachman. Said, send the cup to my wife. Rav Nachman said the following, The fruit of the, wo- of the woman's belly, it doesn't get blessed. From the fruit of the, symbolically, Bell, belly of the husband. Shenemar u birech privitnech. This is a called Russia. And Hashem should bless the fruit of your belly, but the chav is written for masculine, bitnecho. So says Ula, uh, in the name of Rav Yochanan, privitna lonemar. It doesn't say that the fruit of, of her belly will be blessed. Ela privit necho, rather you, your belly. Betanilamiachi, and not only was Rabbi Yochanan de Amora, was also a brisa, Rabbi Nosan, a tana. Omer, minayishem privit nashelisham is varegalami privit nashelish. From where do we know that the fruit of the woman's belly gets blessed? From the fruit of the husband's belly. Shenemar upri uberech privit necho. Privit na, no nemar ele privit necho. The same drasha. So Adeachi, so while they're all discussing this halacha, Shamayalsa, she heard that Ula is not meaning to send her the cup of wine. So Kama Veziara, she stood up in anger, 
she went up to the attic where they would have all the wine. The Tavran, she broke 400 barrels of wine. So you have to be careful if you have a wife, a Jinji. <laughs> so Rav Nachman, after he saw what happened, said, said to him, Ula, could you do me a favor? Can you keep your drushes for the base medrash? And can you please send my wife now again another full cup of wine? Shalachla, kolai, aha. So he sent her uh, the cup of wine and he told her the following message. Uh, let me find it over here. Oh, wow. Is considered like a cup of yeah. water. So, he, he told her like this. So, he said to her, all the wine in this barrel is considered like the cup of blessing. He wanted to abuse her. But, so Yalta, she sent back the following message. From itinerant peddlers come, I say, idle words. Yeah. And from all rags come lies. Okay? Your words are meaningless as peddler, peddlers tells. Okay? So, you see, she wasn't an easy lady to appease. <laughs> okay. So what's the correct thing to do? Ah, that's a good question. I would say give it to the Balabais. The Balabais should drink a little bit and then send it to his wife. Yeah. Interesting. It looks a bit strange if you send it to his wife. You ever sit and you send it to his wife? Directly, yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Omar Abbasi. Now, the, another alaha of kosher bracha. En mesichin al kosher bracha. A person shouldn't speak once he lifts the cup of blessing <coughs> until he starts benching, he shouldn't speak. Probably would be a lack of honor to the cup. The amaravasi en mevarchim al kois shel puranos. Oh, a person shouldn't say the blessing of Birkas Amazon if it's a cause shall puranus. If this is a cup of wine of punishment. Says Gemara my cause shall puranus. What is a cup of wine of punishment? Amaranachamaritzak cause sheini. It's the second second cup of wine. There's an interesting Gemara, if you ever want to see it, hopefully with Hashem. Psaking Psachim is not so much down the road in Yadav Yemi. At the end of the Gemara over there they bring, you shouldn't do things in pairs. Two things, pair, two, four, six. Actually, in Mexico, going back to the Halimin, to the, to the Syrian Sfarim, they never go to a Shiva house pairs two or four times. They always go one or three or five times. You, don't, you shouldn't do things on pairs, on two. So same thing over here. You shouldn't drink only two cups of wine. If you're drinking cups of wine, either drink one, three, or five. So you should never, if you drank one cup of wine and you're going to be the one benching, don't 
be don't be that the second cup of wine is going to be the cup of benching. It's good for Purim there to know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tanya Miyahi, and there's a price of teaching the same thing. Whoever drinks twice, he shouldn't be the one benching. Because it says, prepare yourself towards uh, your God, Israel. So, meaning to say, you have to get ready to bench in the proper way. So, to do that, to, to bench in a way that is going to be uh, not good for you is not preparing yourself. So if you had only one cup of wine during the meal, don't, don't be the one leading the benching with a cup of wine. And the last Allah of this chapter, either was Rabbi was a Braisa Oichel or If somebody was on the road eating as he was walking, then when it come when it, when it's time to bench, he cannot keep on work, walking as he's benching. Rather, he should stand still and bench. Now, if a person was eating, standing, like in the brachas and the simchas over here, so if, if you weren't walking, you were standing while you were eating, therefore you should sit down to bench. Meaning to say, this is a continuation of the lacha, prepare yourself. So, prepare yourself. If you're walking, stand. If you're standing, sit. And if you are reclining, if you are reclining and eating, you should sit down properly and then say the blessing. Because it's not the recheret to bench reclining. Ve'il chasa, and the halachalach lemaisi says ve'chulo yeshev u'mevarech. In the three cases, whether you were walking, whether you were standing, or you were reclining, the proper way to bench is just sit down and bench. Adran alach shalosh hashachlu. Adran alach shalosh hashachlu. You want to continue, or you want me to do this after mincha? It's about ten minutes. Carry on. Okay. Okay, so let's carry on. Hello. You can put us a seaman. The word Elu for Aleph 51, the first word of the next chapter. This chapter is going to be short. I wouldn't call it between Bechamas and Besilel, Besuda, regarding what do you do on a meal. First one, um, all of them are going to be clarified in the, in the Gemora. So I'm just going to read them, and the explanation is going to come in the Gemora. Friday night, first say the bracha of the Yom, first say Kiddush, and then say Borepriya Gofen. No, basically, and the way we do, you first say Borepra Gafen, and then you say the, the Brach of the Kiddush. Second, Machloik is Vishamimbrim, not Lini Yadaim, Yachakam, Mosgimes, Akois. You first do Netilas Yadaim, and then they should pour to you 
the cup of wine. You first pour the cup of wine, and only after you do it, the Gemara is going to spend the has to do with the machlokes in Ilchos Tuma and Taira. Impurity and purity. Third machlokes, we shall remember him, Mekaneach Yadomimapa, Umanicho Ala Shulchan. The towel that you use to dry your hands after the Netila. Then you should place it on the table as a napkin, sorry, as a serviette. Also in Spanish, it's a serviette. No, don't put it on the table, rather keep it under your cushion. Again, it has to do with the machlokes in Ilchos Tuma and Taira. The Gemara is going to explain it. For one, we shall yamrim, nechavdim esabayis, biacharkach notl neyadayim. We shall say, you first clear the room, the house, the room or if you ate on a table, the table, and only after you make my machrenim. No, not only No, first do my machronim, only after you clear the table. Again, the Gemara is going to explain what is the basis of the argument. Fifth machloikas, If you have a bench, shalashudas, and they, they bring you the cup of wine. So this is the proper order. First, say the bracha on the ner, on the fire. Then mazon, then benching. Then besomim, then baremine besomim, and then the bracha on Abdallah. Ubeisilelamrim, no. Ner, first candle, besamim, and smells, fragrances. Mazon, then bench, and then do Abdallah. The Gemara is going to explain what's going on over here. Six machloikes, Veshamayomrim, Shebara Mioraesh. What is the proper blessing of fire? Says Baruch Hashem Magnach, Shebara Mioraesh, that he created the fire, the light of the fire. Ubeisilelomrim, Borei Mioraei Aesh. No, in plural. The one that created the different, um, how you translate over there? Illuminations. Illuminations of the fire. The Gemara is going to explain what's the basis of the machlokes. Now, this is not a machlokes. That's going to go into a few halachas. You shouldn't say in, in Abdallah, the bracha on the fire and on the fragrances of an idolater. And also, you shouldn't use neither the candle, neither the besamim, that we use for a dead person. Why? The fire, because it wasn't lit for illumination, it was lit as a remembrance, where we light candles or your site. Using a Yorzai candle for Abdallah. You can't. You, you can, if, if you take just the Yorzai candle as a candle, and you use it as one thing, but it was used for your site, you shouldn't use it for Abdallah. And also the fragrances, that they were talking when there, there was a disease over there, and they put, put perfumes for the odor of the, counteract the odor, the bad smell of the dead, you shouldn't use this for Abdallah. The government is explain all that. Velo al ner velo besamim shel abodazore. Okay, so also the government is going to clarify this, because previously we said of idolaters, now it's of idolatry. Ven mevarchim al ner shel she, uh, uh -huh. Ven mevarchim al aner at sheyosol yoro. 
and you cannot say the braha on the fire until you get some benefit from the light of the fire. Now, Mishachal, another machlokes v'shamayu besilun. Mishachal v'shachach v'lovirech. What happened if you ate and you forgot to say the bracha chrona and you left? You have to go all the way back to where you ate and you have to bless. Where are we? No, you don't have to go all the way back. It's okay for you if you just remember and you already left, you can bench or say the Bacha wherever you are. If you look in the funnels, there are different opinions if this is only for Birkos Amazon, or it extends to any Bracha of La Mechia, or it extends in any Bracha of the main Sheva, Alaperos, and all that. Okay. Now, how long after you ate, if you remember you didn't bench, you can still bench? until the food that is in your stomach has completely been digested. The Gemara is going to tell us the amount. And the last machlokes v'shamu v'silel, balendyayin, achar amazon. Wine came to them after the meal. Imen shamela, o yisua koyis, and then you only have one. This is not on Shabbos, this is in general. You only have one cup of wine, what should you do? You should set the brach on the wine, and then after you bench. The Gemara is going to explain again what the machlok is. No, do the other way around. First bench, and then set the brach on the wine. Now, finally, Allah has nothing to do with the Now, if you see a Jew saying a bracha, and you didn't hear the whole, the whole bracha, Nevertheless, you can say Amen when he finishes, as long as you know which bracha he said. But you cannot say Amen after a kusi. Remember, in the previous chapter, we spoke of kusi. These were the people that Sanhedrin brought into the land of Israel. Now, what happened with these guys? There's a problem. They, in a way, converted, but they went back of the derech, and they became back to be idolaters. So if you don't hear the full bracha of this guy, you cannot say amen. Why? Because maybe this guy is going to bless his idol, his uh, God in uh, small letters. So you cannot say amen. Nowadays, that we hold this guy is complete win of the derech, even if you heard the whole bracha, you shouldn't say amen. Okay, let's just do the Gemara. It's going to be short and sweet. Let's not ashamed. Tan Rabanan. Chachamin said, Dvarim Shebin Shamir Silil Besuda. Things that they were in argument regarding the meal. First say the brach of the Friday night, the brach of the Kiddush. And then say Kiddush on Shabbos. And they go back and say, Bore Priya Gofin. Why? Shayom gorem leyayin sheyabo. Two things. First of all, why are we or why, why are we going to say bracha on wine? Usually, you don't start a meal with wine. So why why are you starting the bracha on wine? Because of the of the kedusha shabbos. So which is which is the most important over here? Kedusha shabbos. So is the the day 
that caused the wine to be brought. And second reason, Ukvar Kiddesh Ayoyin Vedayin Lova Ayoyin. Second of all, Shabbos is already here. Whether like just last Friday we accepted Shabbos earlier, or even if you didn't, most of the times it's already three stars came out. So Shabbos is already here when you're making Kiddush. So Shabbos is already here. So first bless Shabbos and then say the breath of the wine. This is Bet Shammai. Why? So, without wine, you cannot make Kiddush. So you're right that the main thing is Shabbos. But without wine, there's no Kiddush. So, so you should say, first the brach of the wine. And another reason why you should first say the brach of the wine. We make more times blessings on wine than we do on Kiddush Friday. Because we have more, not only Stam during the week you can have wine, but even we have other occasions. You have a brismila, you have a wedding. So it's more common to have the brach on the wine than to have it on Friday night. And we have a general rule when we also see, saw this in chapter f- uh, 4, something that is common, that is constant, and something that is not so common, you give presence to the common one. If you look in Russian, I was very happy after Abdallah. Yesterday I, w- I felt bad, I wasn't having energy to having both Mincha, Mosaf and Mincha, and then to Tashlomi for Shachris. So when I came to do Tashlumin for ta- ta- Shachris, I didn't have any time. I thought, what should I do first? The Tashlumin for Shachris by diving twice Mincha or to do Musaf? I couldn't do one, also time was running. So I thought, you know what? Shachris is precedence. So I did Shachris, I didn't do Musaf. And Rashi says, that is the Makor of this Olacha. Look in Rashi, in the footnotes, it's, it's brought um, that uh, when the Torah says you should do the Musafim, it says, Milvad Leola Satamid, besides the Ola Satamid. So this, uh, that this pastor comes to tell you, tell you that the Ola Satamid takes precedence, which is Shachris takes precedence, and then you do Musaf. Okay. So, says the end of the Brice of Allah, Kedivrei Beis Hillel. And the Alaha follows Beis Hillel. This is the Braisa. Why do we need a second reason why we do first Bare Priagafen? Because there was room to say, Asantarti, Viajada. We had this also previously in the previous Gemora that when Beshama came to two reasons, Beis Hillel with one, you would say two against one to win. So Ahanami, that's why the Brisa said, Ahatarti, also over here we have to Tarti new. The Birka said, Yaim Tadira, the Birka said, Yom Ena Tadira. That the blessing of the wine is something constant, and the wine and the Yom Kiddush is not. Okay, and something that is frequent, the expressions over there is not frequent. Now the Gemara questions, why does the Brisa need to tell me, Allah, the baby is here? It's obvious. The Anafka Baskol and the Gemorian Erwin says that for three years, they were arguing by Chama and Bisilil on all these machlokasim. 
until our heavenly voice came out and say Allah Akbar so if a heavenly base, uh, uh, voice came out to say Allah Akbar Silel so it's obvious that Allah is like Silel so the Gemara voice say ma Kodem Baskol you're right maybe this price was taught before that heavenly voice came out the voice say ma and if you want to say Lachar Baskol after the heavenly voice came out Rabbi Yeshua and this was necessary According to Rabbi Yeshua, we don't listen to heavenly voices. In the famous Gemora, in the, remember when Rabbi Eliezer was arguing with them, and according to Rabbi Eliezer, he brought proofs from different things, and finally a heavenly voice came out and said, Why are you arguing with Rabbi Eliezer? Allah is always like Rabbi Eliezer. So Rabbi Yeshua stood and said, Sorry, love Hashemaimi. There is not anymore in heaven, it's already down here, and we, we don't listen to heavenly voices, so that's why we needed to tell us, even according to Rabbi Yeshua, in this case, Allah follows base healer.